Well, well, well. <laughs> I always get into thought about how am I going to start this once I click this button. And baby, here we are. I just find it so crazy that I literally spent this money on these mics and I haven't touched them in a minute. I don't care for them. I don't necessarily like them. You know, they're a lot better than the TikTok mics that people got from TikTok shop. They for sure cost a lot more than the TikTok mics people got from TikTok shop. But um, I'm excited to move. And we're going to have to get an actual podcast mic and a podcast set up. I didn't want to attach one to this desk because I'm like, it's just going to be too much going on over here at this one spot. So we just going to have to we just going to have to figure it out as it figures us out. But God be praised that we've made it to another Thursday. I think the beauty in being able to listen to a podcast episode every single week is a subtle exposure of God's glory where he's like, I'll let you make it to another week. I kept you from trial and tribulation despite everything, chaos, calamity, and confusion despite all that was aimed at taking you out. I've yet still kept you, covered you, and carried you. So shout out to God, first of all, who's kept us. And then I want to give a shout out to you for making it. I don't know your story. I don't know what you're going through, but I know that you're worth anything, if you're worth anything. And I believe that you are, if you're listening to this podcast, you're going through something. Everybody's something is different. And so shout out to you for making it through whatever it is that you're going through. If you're struggling with vision, if you're struggling with confidence, if you're struggling with faith, if you're struggling with your health, if you're struggling with your business, if you're struggling with the promotion, you're in a new position. And from one perspective, it's amazing. You finally stepped into a new position. But from another, you're like, hold on. It's a lot of responsibility. Hold on. I'm a little bit uncomfortable. Hold on. I don't know how to manage everything that God is throwing after me. I want to give a shout out to those of you who are trying to balance in this season. God is good. You know, I've been saying a lot. That it is so important that we stay in the awareness that everything that we go through is happening so that we can tell a story to somebody else. When I first started this podcast, shout out to the five-star reviews. <laughs> it gives very much five-star, very much five-star. And I'm just grateful because I'll be like, I don't know if they're going to like this. I don't know if this is going to be impactful. I don't know if they're going to connect with this. I don't want to just release something just to release something. But God, if your glory's not in this thing, I'd rather stay away from it. But y'all keep on saying, no, this is good. This is good. And so I'm going to keep on believing God and I'm going to keep on trusting. You know what I'm saying? And so let me know. No, let me know. But it's just crazy. When I first started this podcast, literally one of the reviews is so authentic and so transparent. It's so needed today. And I'm like, well, good. Because <laughs> I really don't want to just be telling my business for no reason, for sure. <laughs> I'm only telling what's going to build the kingdom of God. <laughs> the rest, I'll keep in the vault, okay? And so I'm thankful to be effective. Did you know the devil only comes after you when you're doing something right? The devil doesn't come after you when you are not at the right place and at the right time. The devil doesn't come after you when you are not in alignment 
with what God is doing and where God is trying to take you and how God is trying to reveal his glory specifically in your life. No, 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 no. The devil only comes after you when you are at the right place at the right time, moving in the right direction. I want to remind you today, somebody said, I'm moving in the right direction. Just say it. Speak it over yourself. Say it silently wherever you are. Let it let it permeate throughout your mind. I'm moving in the right direction. <laughs> Sometimes we get so caught up on what we fall short in our flesh that we forget that this is all a spiritual journey, that God started this thing in the spirit. He's going to finish this thing in the spirit. So our challenge as humans and carnal beings is turning our eyes off to what we can see in the natural and instead opening our eyes and focusing on that which we see in the spiritual because God has so much planned for you in this life. All that requires is that you believe that you are, I was going to say bold enough to get there. Believe that you can actually get there. Believe that you can actually have it. Believe that it can actually be yours. Believe that you can actually experience life on the level that you desire to experience it on. Now, God has been saying so frequently in this year that timing is everything. Timing matters. It's about the way that you spend your time every day. When I say he's been on my toes about time, oh my gosh. I am one who is intentional as a thinker, as all of what I do flowing from my mind. I said, there's a difference. It's easy to wake up every day and run a system, right? But it's different when you are the person creating the system. That takes mental fuel. When running a system takes hand, hand it requires hands. Uh, building a system requires head. So I make sure that I take rest and I'm restoring my brain because I want to function at my best. But God has been so heavy on me about this thing with time and how we manage our time. I'm like, oh my gosh. You can't say that you want big things but not be willing to give a big sacrifice for it. Jesus said literally to the exalted to the highest, if you really want to find your life and you really want to experience your purpose and you really know want to know what it's all about, it's going to require that you sacrifice. He spoke to your entire life. But when we speak to expansion, God is only saying, I just need you to be more diligent with your time. I need you to manage your time better. I need you to be more more intentional with how you spend your time currency because God operates in eternity and eternity is beautiful. And we do get excited about eternity and we do have an expectation to transition into that place and into that space. But we are also trapped in time. That is the uh, that, that is our humanity. Right. I know we try to get so spiritual that we disconnect from being humans. But baby, as long as you walk this earth, you are still going to be a human. I don't care how deep in the Holy Ghost you get. And so until God transitions you into eternity, you are still trapped in time. Which means we can spend every single day of our lives acting like time is not ticking or we can dare to honor the timing of God. The Bible tells us over and over that in the beginning, God created 24 hours in the day and he saw that it was good. It tells us again in John chapter 11, I do believe, that there are 12 hours within a day. 12 hours. So you better do what you can in the first 12, because in the second 12, it's going to be darkness that God has given us enough time to do whatever it is that he has commanded, commissioned, anointed, appointed, chosen, called us to do. You have enough time. 
I'm listen, if nobody else, I'll be the one that says sometimes I'll be like, Lord, I need more time. That is a big thing for me. I'll never forget. And the teabag is a, the, 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 the thing from my teabag is around here somewhere, but I'm not going to look for it. I'll never forget. I was so flustered this day and I had to prepare to go live. And I was so concerned about my preparation that I, I was starting to move anxiously. And of course, that frazzles your spirit when you move from a place of anxiety. Right. I'm going to be talking about later today how hmm, I shouldn't even tell y'all, but I'm going to tell you the, <laughs> the difference between the carnal mind and the spiritual mind. I'm going to leave it on the floor. Now, I was feeling anxious. And so I don't like to get on live. I don't like to step into any moment where I have to speak, where I have to teach, where I have to do anything as it relates to ministry, for sure, from a place of anxiety. Now, when we're talking about just straight business that has nothing to do with ministry, baby, we're going to get the job done and move forward. But when it comes to communicating the heart of God, I can't do that from a place of anxiousness and anxiety. I got to make sure I'm, I'm operating from a place of peace, right? And so I was drinking tea. And the tea bag for the day said, <clears throat> you know, I feel like I should just find it or I might have to paraphrase it. But it says something like this. Nature doesn't rush, but all things happen. I can't remember it verbatim. It's around here somewhere. But it literally said nature doesn't rush. Actually, it's going to be in this pile of them right here. I could tell you. Hold on. The best life is lived. Know that you are when you fear. Okay, maybe I don't have it. Oh, right here. Look. See, God had already set it up for me to use it because I didn't even have to dig that far. I just should have just grabbed this one. It says, nature does not hurry, yet everything is accomplished. This is by Lao Tzu. Lao Tzu. L-A-O-T-Z-U. Nature does not hurry, yet everything is accomplished. And as soon as I saw that, I started taking slow strides, and it ended up working for my good. Nature does not hurry, but absolutely everything gets accomplished. Do you hear me clearly? God does not desire that we hurry from a place of anxiety, but he does desire that we honor his timing. Time moves a lot slower than you think when you honor it. When you get into the flow of time and the rhythm of time and you start taking the strides within time, again, we operate above time. We're in time, but we're also above time. But when you actually tap into the flow of timing, timing is everything. You can catch on to the stride. And it's really not that you had to rush. You didn't have to do anything fast and hurry. You just had to keep in step with God's timing. And so our challenge in this season and in every day of our life is to be in step with time, not to operate before it or after it, but to step right with it. God will open up a window. God will open up a door. It'll be your moment. It'll be your opportunity. And you'll miss it all because you weren't walking in the strides of time. You started being anxious and you tried to hurry. You never had to hurry because what's for you is going to be for you. Okay, you rested too much and what's for you was going to be for you and you didn't partner with the responsibility that was required for you to get there. And now you missed the moment because you were being too lazy or you were being too aimless or you were being too irresponsible. All of this meaning you were being too immature. 
I love how Paul says that those of us who are mature, we have a requirement to think on a higher level. Everybody wants to ascend. Everybody wants to expand. Everybody wants to go higher. Everyone wants to be better, not understanding that that better also comes with a responsibility. That better also comes with a sacrifice. That better also comes with new tasks. That better also comes with another requirement. And so a lot of people pray prayers that they're not even ready to experience. Are you really ready for the level of discipline that is going to be required of you? When God places you where he has anointed you to stand fully, right? Despise not the day of small beginnings. Zechariah. Because all of that is preparing you. Moment by moment, step by step, seed by seed. I remember when I first started ministry, people were saying that it was effective and all this stuff, but it didn't hit me like that. Like, I'm like, okay, that's effective, but it, it didn't give me a drive to, to, to do anything about it. Because I was still battling with, Lord, why me? How do I do this? X, Y, and Z, right? And so if it all just happened overnight, it would have made sense. What does it look like you standing at the epitome, the peak of the promise, and you're disappearing and not showing up? Because you're still trying to figure out why you, if you can do it, battling with insecurity, battling with doubt. And God is clearly trying to confirm to you that this is what the world needs. You've got to do this thing. God had to build me in that in the small, building me up for the big that we have yet to even experience. So now when people let me know that this was so effective, when people reach out and say, you don't know how this ministry is really affecting people, I honor that and I grab a hold of that and I say, all right, that's my fuel for me to keep on going. Now I've got to go after something. Now I got to go and save the next soul. Now I got to go and change the next life. Baby, I'm after this thing one way or another. I'm, I, 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 I've been built up for this. God is always aimed at building us day by day, moment by moment, hour by hour, minute by minute, second by second. God is always aimed at building us for the blessing. I'm excited because we're going on this seven day fast, me and those connected to my ministry. If you're listening to this and you uh, would like to join us, you can go on therobinboynton.com. Well, you're not going to be able to see the um, news, the, the way to join the fast. I'm not going to even put it on my website because... I don't want people coming in at day five trying to join. So if you're listening on February 1st, 2024, you can go to my Instagram, go to my uh, TikTok, click my link tree in my bio, and it'll be the first option for you to opt into the uh, fasting uh, uh, email list the, um, so you can be a part of the fasting community. But if, you don't do, if you're listening to this and it's not February 1st, <laughs> don't do it because you won't find it, okay? <laughs> And it's so beautiful that every time God is about to increase us, expand us, put us in a new place, in a new space, he calls us to go higher, not in the natural, but in the spiritual. The Bible does say study to show yourself approved. So we got to make sure that we're studying. We got to make sure that we're putting our best foot forward in every area of our lives. But when God is really about to expand you in life, he makes sure that your spirit is ready for the increase. I said, we can look at Matthew chapter four and we can preach it from so many different perspectives. But the main perspective I want to focus on right now is that God was preparing Jesus to step into his ministry, which was the only thing that Jesus came here for. Granted, the cross. Yes, but that's an extension of his ministry. There is a sacrifice that comes with your yes to the business. 
There is a sacrifice that comes with your yes to the ministry. There's a sacrifice that comes with your yes to the position. There's a sacrifice that comes to your yes with the expansion. And there's a sacrifice, right? And that's the cross, the sacrifice that came with his yes to his ministry. But right before God set him out into what he was created for, made for, purpose for, I heard that in my good ear. You can receive that for yourself if you want it. My bishop cousin would say, if you can hear it, you can have it. Because faith cometh by, okay, hearing and hearing by the word of God. I don't know. I'm just talking. I'm just talking the Bible. Before Jesus got firmly planted, set out into what it is that God created him for, God called him to fast. 40 days and 40 nights he fasted that his spirit might be strengthened. Number, well, I feel like we got to go down a little deeper. All of this was intentional so that Jesus could step into ministry, which was what he was anointed and purpose for, which is what he tried to step into at 12 years old, but it just wasn't the right time yet. But also he had to go on a fast to prepare for the warfare that would come up against him to try to stop him. Oh, the God, that's good. His spirit had to be so strengthened, so strong to endure, to fight off, to withstand the amount of warfare that he was going to experience as he was stepping into what God had anointed him to step into. Had he not fasted, his spirit wouldn't have been strong enough to, 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 uh, to go through the battle of the evil spirit. Because we're not at war with flesh and blood. We're at war with powers and principalities, spiritual wickedness in the heavenly places. So what was happening in Matthew 4, we hear it from a carnal perspective, but it was actually a spiritual battle. It was spiritual warfare. The devil always comes to attack you right when you're on the brink of breakthrough. Y'all, this is only a podcast and I feel like preaching. This is only a podcast. I try to keep it calm, cool and collective. <laughs> the devil only comes to attack you right when you're on the brink of breakthrough. Think about it. As soon as Jesus stepped into the wilderness, did the devil come after him? No. The devil didn't come after him until 40 days and 40 nights was up. 40 in the Bible is an indication of a trial period. It's an indication of a testing period. So after God was testing Jesus and saw that Jesus got into the right posture, which was a fasting posture, a prayer posture, he was like, okay, now you're ready to transition into everything that I have for you. So the devil's like, if I'm going to get him, I got to get him right now before he steps into it. Because once you step into what God has for you, the devil can't get you no more. You're not hearing me. Okay. Once you step into everything God has for you, the devil can't mess with you no more. You're there. You made it. You got it. It's done. It's sealed. It's over with. Somebody say, I made it. So the devil only comes to attack you right when you're on the brink of breakthrough. Right when you're on the tipping point of transition. That's when the devil comes after you. And so we're fasting. And even if you're not fasting, maybe this is God telling you, you got to go on a fast specific to yourself. Even if you're not fasting, prayer, worship, study, the things of the spirit, the things that build you and grow you spiritually. That's what you have to focus on when you can sense that you're on the tipping point of transition. That might even be the title of this, the tipping point of transition. I'm going to write that down. I like that. The tipping point of transition transition. It's either going to be that or the brink of breakthrough. And if none of those are the title, then you know God changed it. Transition. When you know that thing, 
Your focus should not just be in what's carnal. Your focus has to shift to that which is spiritual. Where is your spirit in this hour and at this day and at this time? Where is your spirit? Because that's what's going to keep you. The Bible says that if the body falls sick, this is Bible, the spirit will keep it well. Truth be told, I said, Lord, I'm doing a lot. I'm going to need your strength. My bishop said this morning, and truth be told, y'all don't be knowing who I'm talking about when I say my bishop, okay? <laughs> but when I had woke up, when I was brushing my teeth, I joined Bishop William Murphy's live. And he said, you're not going to have to look for the strength of God or find it. It's chasing after you. That was so good because the first thing that I said when I woke up this morning was, Lord, I need you. Lord, I'm doing a lot right now and I'm going to need your strength to make it through. I said, I, I like, I don't know about y'all, but God has so stabilized me internally that I'm ready for everything that he's giving me externally. Again, it requires a sacrifice. It, 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 I don't have time to lollygag, skip and hop through the land. I, I'm literally working all throughout the day. Granted, this is not hustle culture, baby. We don't have to hustle in the spirit. We don't have to do that. We got grace for that. <laughs> I don't have to hustle. I don't have to spend my days and my nights working, working, working. No. But again, elevation does require something. And I'm like, God, I'm, 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 I'm uncomfortable because I'm doing stuff that I've maybe did in ounces because God is always going to prepare you for the promise. And so I, I'm doing things that maybe I did in ounces and in small, small uh, uh, just small pieces, but now I'm doing it big and God, I need your help with the big. So help me, God, structure my day. Help me strategize my life. And that's when God really starts moving. When you stop paying for a check, stop praying for a check and you stop praying for, for a car and you stop praying for a house and you stop praying for all these material things. God, show me how to show up differently. I can say this because I've been in the position, but I can't stand people who are broke. They don't have a job. I can't stand people, literally, this is real. I can't stand people who have a car and all they have is excuses. I'll never forget I was talking to somebody and their car was something, I don't know, but they had a car and they just sat at home broke. They were in an abusive relationship and they're like, uh, they need a job, they need some money. And I'm like, you have a car, go DoorDash, go Instacart, go do something, go get a job at Amazon. Oh, I don't want to work for Amazon. Okay, then... Uh, uh, waste somebody else's time with this complaining because we're not about to focus on the problem. I have a solution for you. A lot of people would rather be stuck in their problems than get to a solution. But understand that God, the Bible says that we will never be tempted beyond what we can bear. That when what we're going through becomes too overbearing, when what we are going through and what we are experiencing becomes too heavy-weighted, that it's no longer developing us, but it is darn near destroying us, that God will make a window of escape for us. That he will set a path for us right there that we can take to get free. Truth be told, we really don't want the freedom that we so claim. We would rather be bound at least that's most people. But I believe that God has called a specific category of people, a remnant, if you would. Somebody say, I'm a remnant, I'm a remnant, I'm a remnant, I'm a remnant, remnant, remnant. I'm specifically chosen by God for his great purpose. The purpose that others might have rejected. The purpose that others might have overlooked. You are the remnant. 
God can count on you. I'm speaking that over your life, but I want to ask you, can God count on you to get it done? Can God count on you to show up even when showing up is hard? I said on live the other day during Bible study, I said, all of us are going through, right? We're going through something that we're going to end up sharing with someone else later. Our story is being written in the natural. The, the, the story that God has written in the spiritual is manifesting in the natural. So we have to tell someone else the story at the right time. I say, I'm going through a, sto- a story right now. I- I've got something going on right now. And I'm going to tell y'all one day, not today. And when I do tell y'all, y'all going to be like, oh my gosh, what? I want to know how are you showing up when showing up gets a little complicated. I want to know how are you, how are you showing up? How are you presenting yourself? How are you, how are you being present when being present is complicated? I say faith is not faith when everything is easy, beloved. Everybody can have faith for that. That's why people get a soul to the devil. Because it's easy to serve somebody who's going to give you everything you want right away at that. But the devil gives it to you right away. And takes it from you. That's like these record deals. They give you all this money up front. And you're happy because you ain't never had that much money in your life. And then you turn around and they done took more from you than they ever gave you. And they did it legally. You can't do nothing about it. That's the devil. God, on the other hand, says, I want to see how committed you are to me. I want to see if you love me for who I am. Or if you're just trying to get... Get something from me and you're locked in for what I do. And then God opens up the windows of heaven and pours you out a blessing. You don't have room enough to receive. Because your faith was proven. Understand that everything that God does in our life. Is aimed at proving our faith. First Peter chapter one. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who, according to his abundant mercy, has begotten us again to a living hope. You know you're strong by how quickly you can shift your hope. Yeah, the Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick. So when it doesn't go the way that I thought it would go and when it doesn't happen the way that I thought it would happen, but I keep my hope on that failure, hope deferred, hope failed, hope not, not fulfilled, it makes your heart sick. But I can tell that you're ready for what God has for you by how quickly you pivot your hope. Okay, it didn't go my way. It didn't go that way how I expected it to go. So I'm going to shift. And now I expect it to go this way because he always connects us to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Verse six, in this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen you love, Though now you do not see him, yet believing you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. God is just trying to see if your faith is there. 
And as he confirms the presence of your faith, he has a present for you on the other side of that thing. This is what happens in Matthew chapter 4 with Jesus. His faith was proven. And finally, God called him out of darkness into the marvelous light. We are in a season of let there be light. Maybe that's the title. I don't know. We'll see at the end. Let there be light. I like that better. It's shorter than the other titles. Because I don't want to do On the Brink of Breakthrough. And it's a lot shorter than um, The Tipping Point of Transition. That's more like a YouTube video. Let there be light. That's the season that you're walking in right now. The season of let there be light. And I'm telling you, it's always darkest before dawn. And I'm telling you that sometimes the greatest breakthrough and deliverance that you will experience in your life happens in a way that you least expect. Not in the way that you wanted it to go. Not in the way that you wished it would go. But it happens sometimes in the most painful way possible. God turns up the heat on us to push us in a different direction. To provoke us into a specific posture. So I want you to know that you're not in this thing by yourself. Number one, the Bible tells us that we are connected as believers throughout the world. Going through different situations and circumstances, but we're connected anyways. Also, I want you to know, if you're listening to this podcast, it's because the Spirit of God drew you here which is the greatest confirmation that you need that you're not alone, that God's spirit is working with you. It's working on you and he's working in you. No one can come to me unless the father draws him and I will raise him up at the last day. God says my spirit is working in you and at the very last minute and the very last moment, when it looks like all hope is lost, I'm going to resurrect you and raise you up high above everything that, that doubted you, high above everything that questioned you, high above everything that talked about you. Because you have my spirit. And as believers, if we could ever get back to the place of honoring God at his spirit, beloved, we would be truly successful. I cannot stress that we have everything that we need to succeed. And it's a spiritual thing, not a carnal one. I know, but I know more than anybody. I'm going after a $40 million property. I do not have $40 million. If you're listening to this podcast and you want to partner with me in getting this ministry, a building, a hub to change lives across the globe, then absolutely please reach out. Contact me. Info at therobinboyton.com. You can go on therobinboyton.com and fill out a contact form, Okay. I don't have the resources naturally, but God has given me the resources spiritually that are going to pull in the resources naturally. So we don't look at the things that are seen. And so our challenge as believers is literally living the just shall live by faith and not by sight. Literally living a life of faith where everything that we experience is defined by our faith. I know what the doctor said. Take your medicine and still believe God. The doctor said that. Okay. Okay. 
So I'm going to make sure that I'm feeding the natural. I've got to take my medicine, but I'm going to make sure that I'm also believing God in the spiritual because the day can come that God says you're healed. You don't even need that medicine no more. Do you know that we still serve a God of healing? We do still serve a God of deliverance. We still serve a God of breakthrough, breakthrough, healing and deliverance. We still serve that God if you forgot. And so just as we believe God for these amazing things in the spirit, we have to honor the time in the natural, but also the challenge of the believer is not allowing what you see in the natural to contradict what God has shown you in the spiritual and what you believe in the spiritual. You have everything that you need because God gave it to you. Blessed with every spiritual blessing in the Lord Jesus, Ephesians 1. If you would value the spiritual that God has given you, the spiritual blessings, the spiritual increase that God has given you, I promise you, your natural is going to have to come right into alignment with it. You were created for such a time as this. I keep saying that, Esther. You are God's chosen people, a holy nation, a royal priesthood. You got this. All it takes is a little bit of time management. I want you to know that you can handle it. God will never give you more than he, than you can handle. And sometimes we're like, God, I can't handle this. Yeah, from your perspective, you absolutely can't. But from God's perspective, he knows that you can. Sometimes God gives you what you can handle, yet what you cannot handle alone. Basically, sometimes God gives you so much that it provokes you to connect with him like never before. That the only way that you'll be able to handle what it is that he's given you is by your connection and covenant with him. For man, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Does not the Bible say this? (coughs) Oh, Jesus. So by yourself. (coughs) No, you can't do it. But with God... Absolutely all things are possible. Essentia, shout out to you. Essentia, if you want to sponsor us, um, for sure you can. I mean, you're literally in most of my videos. So, um, Essentia, shout out to you. I'm going to be drinking essential water on my essential water on my fast, okay? So we look forward to y'all uh, sponsoring the Ascension Fasts in the futures to come. Okay? Fast. In the future to come, all right? But here we are today. (laughs) On this 1st of February. What I do love about this podcast is that this podcast is a journey. I'm paying attention and realizing that. It it, it is definitely a ministry-focused podcast. Like, we go different layers. And there's going to be so much amazing stuff that comes as we continue to grow in this podcast. But it is literally a journey, Right? And so as you step into this month of February, it's almost like a a story is being written out of this podcast, which is interesting. Literally, it's almost like a story is being written. (laughs) So the people that come in two, three years from now and find out about the podcast, when they're going back listening to the first episodes, they're going to be able to hear the journey. What's beautiful for me is the people that connected with me now, the people that connected with me last year. It's so beautiful because we should be operating in the same dimension and on the same level 10 years from now because we started together. So that when the people that come in, that, that's, really, that's literally how that goes, right? I'm going to leave that on the floor. So that when the new people come in and as we continue to go and we continue to grow, 
You can be the example that this ministry is effective, but even more than just this ministry, you can be the example that God is yet still good. And so as you cross into February, I want you to cross into February being intentional about being the example that God is good. I said, I, I listen, <clears throat> and I'm really been honing on to this. The vision God showed me is a mega church, a big, I can see a big sanctuary, a big auditorium, a big stage. I can see all of that. But truth be told, I'd rather have a mega people than a mega church. Give me a good, 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 good. Well, a mega church is over, is any church over 2,000 members. Because I was going to say, give me a good 1,200 people, but that's basically a mega church. Give me a good 200 people that are mega people. And we can do major things. Y'all not hearing me? Do you know the people that really support the expansion of this ministry? The people, I'm talking about the people that really, that really sow into this ministry in a capacity that carries, that, that can move and shift some things. It's few. Shout out to everyone globally who sows into this ministry and supports the expansion of the kingdom. Yet there are there are a select few that actually sow in a capacity that, that, that gives us hands and feet to really move and do stuff. I'm like, really, it don't take a bunch of people. It just takes a few strong people. That's why Jesus only had 12 disciples. I want you to be one of the 12 in the world. It's not even just about me and being connected to me. In the world, I want you to be a mega person. That when you step in the room, the solution just stepped in the room. Problem solved. That when you step in the building... <laughs> The answer has come into the building. I want you to be the Olivia Pope in the spirit. It's handled. They call in your phone, and as soon as you pick up, all you got to do is say one word. It's handled, and it's done because you're a mega person. Somebody say, I'm a mega person. And so as you cross into this month of February, baby, we're here now. I want you to cross over knowing that you're a mega person. Whatever month that you're stepping into, whenever you do hear this podcast, I want you to step into this month. If you're already in it tomorrow, I want you to step in this day from this moment forward with power, with authority, with a surety that you are right where you're supposed to be. That God would not call you to it if he wouldn't carry you through it. That you are his chosen people, that you are the one, that it has to be you. I know we could sit around and argue and try to uh, make excuses about how it should be somebody else. But baby, it's you. What you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? You have a choice to make. And I want you to make the choice that says, Lord, you can trust me. The Lord, if you're looking for somebody in the earth, I'll be the man in the earth. I'll be the one. I'll be the woman. I'll be the person who will release your glory. I won't die with a bunch of glory on the inside of me. I won't die with a bunch of value on the inside of me. But God, I'm willing to die empty. God, get out of me everything that you placed in me. I know it may hurt me, but it's helping me. I know it may break me, but it's building me. I know it may look like it's damaging me, but as Mike Todd said, it's not destroying me. I know, God, that this is built, that this is setting me up for success. So God, have your way in every single area of my life. That's when God really starts to move. When you say, Lord, have your way. Jesus got the most movement in his ministry when he went into the garden and he said, Lord, nevertheless, not my will, but Lord, have your way. Let your will be done. Because God, if I if I pray solely based on what I want to happen and solely based on my perspective, it won't be the promise. But if I be willing to step out of myself and come back into connection and covenant with you, I'll actually get to the promise that was promised to me and not some manipulation, not something that's been diluted, not something that has been shifted away from what was authentic. But I want the real thing. I don't want to dupe. 
Somebody say, I want the real thing. I want the real thing. I don't want to dupe. And the real thing requires that you say things like, Lord, have your way. Let your will be done. God, I trust you. Even when trusting gets a little bit challenging. I believe that the month of February is going to bring big breakthrough to the body of Christ, especially those connected to this ministry. All things are possible to them that believe. You got to believe that thing, though. And I know what you believe by what you do. Remember, if you can see it, you can have it. If you believe it, it's yours. And I know what you believe by what you do. If you really believe God for increase and expansion, baby, you should be managing your time like you believe God for increase and expansion. If you really believe God for breakthrough in the month of February, you should be showing up like you believe God for breakthrough in the month of February. Seven days is the number of completion. I believe that God is going to complete something in us within these seven days. And I think what's so beautiful about it is that the day that we complete the fast is going to be the eighth day, which is an indication in a symbol of a new beginning. These past days, God said, have them connect to this word by sowing and a multiple of eight, symbolizing their new beginning, and a multiple of seven, symbolizing completion. Thought it was crazy. And then I was like, wow, a seven-day fast, and the eighth day is the new beginning. Baby, on this eighth day, we're stepping. <laughs> this is butterfly form. Seasons change, people change, but the form stands forever. Look up the definition of form. Stands forever. This is our butterfly form. This is our being season ready to transition and transfer into the land flowing with milk and honey. I can see it now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave that on the floor. Something about this butterfly could be with me forever. I don't know. Let's leave it alone. I feel like praying. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, have your way in all of our lives. In this place, in this space, and at this time, God, have your way. Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Listen, I want you to be encouraged to keep moving forward. I want you to know you got this, that the enemy only comes after you when you are on the brink of breakthrough and the tipping point of transition. <laughs> we'll see what the title is. But let there be light in all of your life. Everything as it relates to this ministry is linked in my bio on TikTok, linked in my bio on Instagram. Check out therobinboynton.com. I'm coming out with Shop The Robin Boynton, and it's probably going to be out by the time you're hearing this. And so um, check out shoptherobinboynton.com. One of my favorite ones is branded by the best, and on the back it says God. It's based on number six in verse 27 that says, and you shall put my name on them and they shall be blessed because my name is on them simply. We've been branded by God and every blessing that we walk in is because of the brand that we carry. Uh, another one of my favorites is forget business. I'm standing on Jesus because businesses shut down and fail. <laughs> businesses lose out, <laughs> okay? Businesses go bankrupt. But I know my God stands forever. So I'm standing on Jesus. Check that out as it checks you out. 
Thank you for listening to the Ascension Podcast and for being a part of this community. It would be nothing without you. I look forward to experiencing all that God is going to do in your entire life. And I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Not going to be great. May the Lord bless and keep you. Cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift up his countenance and give you a peace that surpasses every ounce of your understanding that will keep you in every situation where you would otherwise be unkept. I love you. You got this. Peace out.